0: Not Another Poem, which is actually the first ever poem on this podcast, because it's brand new. Welcome to episode one. My name is Olivia Mulligan, and I'm a poet, uh, sometimes known as the gatepost poet. And this is because my first poetry collection is called Poems on the Gatepost. And on this podcast, I'm gonna share with you my poetry journey to be honest, Um, how it all started, Uh, of course sharing poems along the way. So how it all started was the very first lockdown in 2020. I was told that I was in the shielding category and I couldn't go into work for 12 weeks, uh, couldn't see loved ones etc. And during this time, I'm not going to lie, I really struggled. I found it incredibly difficult to cope and deal with these emotions that I was having. And it was actually my mum who suggested, why don't you write a poem every day? And I thought, every day? (laughs) Yeah, sure, I'll just write a poem every day and everything will be okay. Um, Oh, it's so strange looking back on it, really, because... I did this poetry challenge and just within a few days I realised it wasn't a challenge at all and writing these poems absolutely became my favourite part of each day and each day I would pin the daily poem on the gatepost at the end of the drive for passers-by to read on their daily walk and I'd also leave out my phone number for people to text in suggestions for the following day's poem. It's, it's, yeah, it's crazy to me to look back on that time now and how much has, has come of it, to be honest. Um, firstly, the local radio station got involved and were really supportive. So big shout out to BBC Radio York. Uh, and then uh, a publisher, Fisher King Publishing, wanted to publish the book. So that, that book now of the 70 poems is called Poems on the Gatepost. I've since gone on to release my second book, advice from a stranger and I'll talk to you all about this much later but let's stick to the gatepost story for now. So the first poem in this this podcast I'm going to share with you is the very first poem in that book and it basically tells the story of what I've just been rambling on about but in poetry form and it's called The Lockdown Clock. Lockdown clocks move slowly Ticking and then eventually tocking. Tick, tock, tick to the tock. I watch the clock ticking, tocking. Mocking our isolation, clocking our agitation, blocking our entire nation from thriving. Wrong, my mother told me. Embrace this time, she said. Use it to chase your dreams, face your fears, place your priorities, trace what's holding you back. Create space for a space to learn. Pause. Breathe. Slow down. And showcase your passion. Lace your days with writing. Inviting others to read. Uniting people with prose. Or even better. Poetry. So... Some of the poems in this book are, are fictional and you know they're just made up of characters and, and silly stories in my head, really. And some, however, are are based on the truth, um, they're based on my experiences, um, yeah, they're true stories. And and this one that I'm gonna share with you now is, is absolutely that. It is a true story, and it is called we locked my father in the campervan. Cocooned in a sanitised shell, he whistles through the window, singing with the starling that's perched on the red brick wall. Darling, 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 it's not a campervan, it is a motor home. Your father is isolating in the motor home. A giggle? a softened smile perhaps no humor intended for this is a serious piece capturing the essence of our existence through written word how absurd that we have locked father in the camper nay motor home separate homes dreaming the same dream of the day we can all roam free and alive So, yes, in this episode, I am just going to share with you a couple more poems. And my plan really for this podcast is to to just, yeah, have it as a space to share some poetry, chat about some poetry shenanigans, all that good stuff. So this next poem is from the text suggestion that I got in. Um, from a lady called Elisa, who asked me to write a poem about the the struggles of online dating during the pandemic. Uh, Not something I did myself um, during this time, but one can use their imagination. So this one is called The Struggles of a Video Chat First Date. I wore a sexy turquoise top and a trendy matching scarf he would never have to know about my shameful bottom half winnie the pooh pajama bottoms and leg hairs of a gorilla all he saw was my immaculate makeup, smiling as sweet as vanilla speaking of vanilla that's what he was and by vanilla i mean bland his profile said adrenaline junkie and that he played drums in a band It said that he loved to travel and had a master's in aviation. But all he spoke about was the coronavirus and what he'd been doing in isolation. All right, give him a chance, I thought. What hilarity had come his way. But today I completed a jigsaw puzzle, was all that he had to say. I waited for the punchline, whether that be laughable or profound, but instead a breath of silence, and in that awkwardness we drowned. He could have at least turned the question and asked what I'm about, and then with passion and enthuse I'd say, absolutely not. The Wi-Fi connection was strong, but the chemistry not as desired. So if I were Lord Alan Sugar, I'd be telling him, you're fired. So this book... Poems on the gatepost is a real mixture of a real mixture of poems. It's got different voices, different themes throughout. I mean, it's predominantly lockdown theme. But my point is, I was I was trying to speak to to all kinds of people really that were walking past this gatepost. Um, some of them younger, some of them older. Some people maybe wanted a poem to make them them smile and laugh some people maybe wanted to think um some people prefer lyrical poetry some people prefer um you know really really abstract and and contemporary poetry too so yes you could say i was people pleasing um that's probably what my university teacher would have told me I was doing and I needed to stick to to my own voice. But, but no, I'm going to disagree with that. That's, that's not what this project was about. It was about speaking to everyone and feeling really different feelings myself on, on different days and the mood of my poetry, um, I'm sure, reflects that. So this next poem I'm going to share with you, um, a different kind of poem again, uh, it's actually a sonnet. Um, and before writing this poem in particular, I wasn't really into sonnets myself. <laughs> um, that, that's changed now, I must say. Um, just goes to show how how our own preferences can change over time. The reason I wrote this sonnet was because I'd actually seen on social media one of my my favourite poets, Ian MacMillan, had done a bit of a shout-out trying to to get people writing and do a sonnet challenge. He wanted anybody and everybody to give sonnet writing a go. And I thought, well, I'm already doing this, this daily poetry challenge. Perhaps tomorrow I'll write this sonnet. Now I don't want this to be an English lesson or anything like that but just for clarification if anyone isn't too sure a sonnet is a 14-line poem with 10 syllables on each line and the traditional sonnet form has an iambic pentameter and that kind of sounds like this da 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 Okay, and it also rhymes every other line. It has four stanzas, the first one being four lines, then four lines, then four lines, and finally two lines. So, this is what I came up with during lockdown, inspired by Ian Macmillan's challenge to write a sonnet, and it's called I Wonder. I wonder if I wander there alone Unknown eyes will stare Watch to harshly judge Judge my feet on public paths of stone Sharp eyes reflect my purpose as I trudge Heave in my lockdown legs up hills, I'm free Blood moves to circulate and rinse the doubt But car park eyes, they'll soon latch to me Cold critique of my Covid whereabouts. I too critique the man with watching eyes. My rambling thoughts will question his desire. Our woodland wishes watered down with whys. And with bitter thoughts of others we conspire. I long for pine tree shadows without shame. Perhaps my unknown stranger feels the same. Now, in that um, that rather serious undertone of the poem, I don't know whether you heard during that, but my stomach grumbled, uh, not ideal. Maybe that's a sign. It's soon to be tea and biscuit time. And to sign off from this podcast, this episode one, before I go, I will leave you with one final poem for the week. And I'm really looking forward to recording again. Um, I've actually really enjoyed myself and I hope you've enjoyed listening. My final poem of the week, inspired by the fact I'm about to make a cup of tea and have a biscuit or two. It's called The Yorkshire Village Doctor. If I were a doctor, I'd prescribe packs of Yorkshire tea. Safe and suitable for all, it's like the master key unlocking a sense of comfort as your hands snuggle the mug unlocking an inner joy as you sip, slurp or chug I'd start you off with Yorkshire with a splash of milk the colour of a Werther's original tasting as smooth as silk but not as expensive as silk works out about three pence a bag cheaper than other prescriptions and cheaper than a fag and you can use it recreationally too When you want to impress a friend, pressure's on though, make it good, a bad brew will certainly offend. And once you become a regular, you might like to try the hard stuff, maybe mint, green or ginger, or rooibos if you're really tough. And you might be reliant on tea now, temporarily your freedom is gone. But take it easy, take a breath and stick the kettle on.